Hey, hello my friends, Skip here. April 28th, 2023. Just shy of 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, got up a few minutes late today. I couldn't hear my alarm. I didn't have it turned up all the way. But here we are. Uh, caffeine finally starting to work. I work in a uh, in the public school system, so at least I know today is my last day of work this week. And uh, looking forward to a, a Saturday of of domestic work. <coughs> uh, for the first time in my adult life, a couple weeks ago, I bought a riding lawnmower, and I am thoroughly. <laughs> what was I thinking? Change my life, change my lawn mowing life, that writer. So I'm actually looking forward to cutting the grass tomorrow. Isn't that funny? Anyway, I want to talk today, and, and I think it's an important topic always to talk about, about how deeply our programming runs, how, how interwoven what we've been taught becomes a part of all that we are, even even on uh, the even on the spiritual, especially on the spiritual journey, right? So, you know, think, reflect upon. I guess the way to do this is to reflect upon our, yours, mine, our personal, rather than think about others. Think about your. Uh, personality quirks or maybe aspects of your personality you don't you don't care for or aspects of your personality that others recognize as habitual in you one of the ways i try to explain this is when you become a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or uncle or someone who finds themselves in charge of children you will find yourself saying the same things your parents did for right or wrong. Uh, that's the programming. As much as I don't want to be like my parents, in many ways I, I very much am like my parents, and that's because my parents were the ones that programmed me. My grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, the teachers, etc. But it, I mean, it, and you know, I use the word programming a lot because programming runs very deep in a hard drive, right? There might be a different way to think about this. Think about it being um, your 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 being being a quilt. You know, I'm sitting here with my cat, and my wife made me a beautiful quilt. Oh gosh, about six years ago, it's on my lap. It's got my band T-shirts. Uh, the you know, there's a collection of T-shirts. I'm a big fan of rock and roll, so I cl- I get a lot of T-shirts, and uh, so she did a wonderful job making me a little quilt. I cherish it. Sort of the way our being is, is that there are threads of reality interwoven in who we are. And uh, some of those threads, most of those threads, I guess I could say, are really produced from the reality that, that doesn't know itself. And so interwoven in our psyche 
and our psyche and our being interwoven in these things is these false notions of self, these false notions of, of reality, these false notions of priorities or of morals or of religious beliefs. These things are all interconnected in who we are. And they're interwoven into our lives and they are programmed deeply into our brain and they are part of our habituated, learned behavior. And they run very deep. They run as deep as belief. They run as deep as judgments of others. They run as deep as judgments of reality. And we see through and from these prescribed, conditioned ideas and notions about life and reality. We have our likes and our dislikes. Uh, dare I say we have our prejudice or our hatreds or our notions of, of our unique place in the universe as an individual. All of these things are part of our makeup. What's really unfortunate, or maybe what this life is about for all I know, I don't know. I think that we can make life about unweaving, reprogramming, reconditioning how we see life. I am convinced, and this will not come as a surprise to you, that that is what spirituality really is. Now, we have conflated spirituality and religious beliefs, spirituality and uh, new age beliefs, spirituality and ultra conservative beliefs. We've conflated spirituality with, with our own personal comfortable associations, our own personal views of what the world is. And so we say to ourselves from this deeply programmed place, from this interwoven place, we, we say to ourselves, well, surely I can find enlightenment and spirituality and truth in the things I'm comfortable with because they're what, that, they're what I know. But unfortunately, most of what we know in this reality is a construct, a, a projection of already conditioned beliefs that have really nothing to do with spirituality. Uh, but because they're there, because they are presented to us as pathways to a spiritual life, we go ahead and take them, and what they become is just another uh, part of the quilt. They become interwoven. They become another part of our programming. And so someone who was raised in a very strict religious environment, that becomes part of their programming. Now, that's their parents' intent, right? Their parents' intent is to form this person's reality around a set of conceptual beliefs. Unfortunately, what we try to do, even, even people who are, are, for the most part, open and loving, is we still try to hold on to the, the, the familiar, the comfortable. 
I can tell you, my friends, that whatever the universe has planned for me is in my life, uh, it has, or I have made it so, uh, the comfortable has been taken away from me many times. And I, I think I've learned, at least on some level, to some degree, to understand that uh, although the familiar has its place, a bigger place in my spiritual life is sort of exploring what isn't familiar. Uh, so, the spiritual journey in any context should be about ultimately the undoing, uh, the unweaving, the unprogramming of already prescribed notions of reality and seeing reality for what it really is, which I contend is really about love. It's really about growth. It's really about kindness and compassion through love. Uh, it's about growing through love and compassion and empathy. Growing into what? Your full and authentic self is really all I can say. Uh, and I, I think that's all really there is. People don't want to think that that's all there is, though. People want to think there's more, when in fact, if they are able to get to that authentic place, they find out there's no need for more. There's no need for these you know, false facades of morality and... Uh, belief to exist, and that's why the that's why we perpetuate a false reality, is because if we all came to an understanding of of love, of creation, of growth, if we all accepted what a human life is, with its creativity, its life, its birth, its death, its sexuality, its its compassion, its empathy that it would literally dismantle, uh, it would um, unweave, <laughs> I think that's a word, uh, the fabric that we postulate and promote and pretend is reality. There would be no more need for rigid institutional beliefs, laws, or morality if humans really loved one another. <laughs> and I, one of my favorite parts of the Christian scripture was always the part when Jesus alludes to the fact that if, if you can love, then all those commandments are already lived, right? You can't, you can't covet your neighbor. You can't murder your neighbor, you can't take your neighbor's things if you love them. And so that was Jesus' way of unhooking, uh, uh, unweaving, dismantling the notion uh, of reality that, that was at his time and, and still is very much at our time. So my friends, I think the best we can do here 
is simply be self-aware enough to understand that we all have a very deep programming in us, that we all have this interwoven uh, inauthenticity woven into our authenticity, that people with good intention have placed upon us the burden of not being able to understand reality. And quite frankly, we've probably placed that burden on other people too, if you've lived enough life. So what we have to do is we have to simply see, and I believe this is the first step in, in true spirituality, we have to simply see that all that we have created as humans, almost all, let me say it that way, let me give us a little credit, almost all we've created as humans is of a, at least to some degree, has a false understanding of what it means to be human. From that place, then we begin to grow and learn. Anyway, there you have it. Thank you for your time. Uh, have a good April 28th, and I'll talk to you maybe Sunday morning. Uh, talk to you later. Bye-bye.